You can listen to this podcast on your smart speaker. All you have to do is tell her what to do uh, and she'll do it. So whether it's Google Home or Amazon or Apple, just say, listen to the Upside with Callie and Jeff and boom, there we are. We're in your house. We're in your bathroom. We're in your kitchen. We're wherever your speaker is. Is Jeff the only one that has a device like that in his bathroom. It creeps me out so bad that you keep that in your bathroom. And yes, we have two separate bathrooms. I listen to uh, music every single morning. When I'm taking I it. guess I just think it's weird that it's a smart speaker. Like if it were just Bluetooth, I wouldn't be so creeped out. But like, I don't know. What do you think it's listening to me go potty? Maybe. It's just a little creepy. I don't know what she's into. If that's her thing, go for it. I'm not going to judge her. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me at all. All right, then. Where are you, here you go. Welcome to the upside, I think. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today, my name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for essential workers who are not first responders or healthcare. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not- In addition to. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm not grateful for first responders and healthcare workers, but I just want to acknowledge the people who work at the grocery stores, the people who deliver our mail and our packages, the people who pick up our trash. I'll explain more in a minute, but uh, I just want to acknowledge all of those essential workers who might get overlooked every now and again. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for whiteboards. I want to- leave a gratuity for our trash collector because I spied on her yesterday morning. And? Uh, She just did a really good job and she looked sad. Oh. So I, um, I take great, it's going to sound so ridiculous. I take a great amount of pleasure in trash day. It's kind of weird. I love I love purging things, clearing things out, getting rid of clutter. This has been a theme on our show like the past week. Yeah. So I love putting trash out and having it out there at like six in the morning. And then by nine in the morning, it's gone. It just brings me odd joy. And I overslept a couple days ago and thought I missed garbage pickup. You would have thought that Jeff missed his child's birth. Yeah. I was like, so, he was so upset. He's like, I just missed it. And Sadie didn't wake me up. And usually she wakes me up at seven o'clock and the treasury will come at seven fifteen. He was freaking out. And I was in the guest room. That's, that's where you can see the garbage cans. And I hear the backup of the truck. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I went over to the window and I just opened the blinds a little bit and I've seen her before, but the woman who collects our trash, like she backs the truck in the driveway and then she gets out and she grabs every bag by hand out of the barrels and throws them in. And I saw her pause because we cleaned out the basement. Mm -hmm. And so there were more bags than usual. So I saw her pause because I think it was probably above how many she should have taken, Mm -hmm. but she took them all. And then in one of the barrels 
was a small bag that was like what she had to like lean way down in to get it. And it wasn't like an official garbage bag. It was like a fast food bag or something mm-hmm. that was down in there. And she got that out and she threw that in and she didn't have to. And I just thought I would like to give her a gratuity and then spend an odd amount of time stressed about the proper way to do that. Do I tape it to the top of the garbage can with a big note? Cause I don't want her to accidentally throw it out. But then what if it's raining? What if it blows How about away? You- be a human being and introduce yourself to I'm her. I'm going to. I've decided that. And then you can be on a first name basis and then you know her and then you can be like, hey, Cheryl. And she'll be like, hey, Jeff. And yes. you're like, thank you. And then like, yeah. She looks, I don't know why when I saw her, she looks like an Anna plus a second name. Like Anna Claire like, or. Like, like Anna Marie, not Anna Claire too Southern, Anna Marie. Okay. Anna Jean, Anna something. <laughs> Anna Connor. Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns. Huh? So weird. Anna something. <coughs> Sorry. See, see, oh. what ha- see what happens when you call me weird? You get Karma. the po- You get the pollens. So anyways, so next week I am going to go out there and introduce myself and give her, uh, I think just like a cash tip, like 20 bucks or something. I'm sure she would appreciate that. Yeah. I wouldn't also hesitate to either like, you know, grab some food or, um, I know someone, and I can't remember who, if it was on the show or if I read it, like left some beer and some snacks. And, like beer, some- like a six pack. She picks up the yeah. trash. It's six 30 in the morning, seven 30 so, in the morning. Yeah. And I'm sure by noon, she probably needs She's a drink. Thirsty. She's got a hard job. All right. I'll give her, maybe I'll get her like uh, a gift card or something at a restaurant with a drive through. So anyways, I <laughs> uh, take you. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, take care of your essential workers, if you think about it, your essential workers who are not the first ones to come to mind. That would be awesome. Does that mean you're going to tip the news person that you live with? I already gave you a tip. Now you have a baby. (laughs) My parents listen to the show. Gross. Um, So... I was talking to a friend the other day, um, you know, Jeff mentioned yesterday that he was really feeling anxious and we are very, very, very open about our anxiety, our struggles with it. I'm on medication for anxiety. Jeff, um, I, I'm not going to say self-medicates cause then people think you're doing drugs, but like <laughs> Jeff, um, goes to therapy and uses CBD. And so he has ways of also managing that. But the reason we share is because it, We know that when other people open up to us about their anxiety, it makes us feel less alone. Right. And it's not something for whatever reason, it's mental illness. And I think it's, we're so much farther along than we were just five years ago, I think, but there's still a, like a silence around any sort of mental health issue. You break your arm. You're not ashamed to wear a cast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like- uh, if you, if you have surgery, you're not ashamed to be out of work for a few days while, while you start to heal. If you have a stomach bug, you're not afraid to, to take whatever the medicine is for the stomach bug, you know? And for whatever reason, people that don't want to talk about mental health. So that's why I shared what I did about my anxiety yesterday and why we, we talk so frequently about it. 
Yeah, it's just, kind it's of just a, important. It's super important. Um, and if you can make someone feel less alone to me, it's totally worth sharing. Now, it doesn't mean it's an easy thing to do. I think we get lost in it because we've been doing it for quite a while. So it seems very natural for us. But um, one of my friends who is a CNN correspondent, he was on air uh, last week, I think it was. And he openly talked about on air his struggles with anxiety and depression and um, PTSD. And I thought it was so brave and so amazing. And I wanted to share it with you. This is from his Instagram. Earlier this year in January, I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder and depression and post-traumatic stress. And even for somebody like me, who's clinically diagnosed with a condition, this time, this period, this pandemic has been extremely difficult. And I know there's a lot of people that may need to hear this. They, they're feeling alone right now. We may all be going through this together as a community, Don and Van, but there is a lot of people right now that really feel alone. And I think we need to share with our brothers and sisters out there that they shouldn't feel alone uh, because we're going through it with us. Well, I think it's very brave of you to uh, share that. And many times um, people will say that, you know, you, you don't maybe you can sort of pray your way out of a situation like this, or you don't need it, or you, maybe you or can meditate, or you can do whatever, or that you're weak, but it's important information that you shared, Nick, so we really appreciate you sharing, and best of luck. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, you Thank you, brother. I think the um, loneliness part of it is so important right now because people do try to talk themselves out of feeling anxious uh, or having any sort of negative brain feeling and you don't have to like you're not alone in whatever if you feel mad if you feel frustrated if you feel grief if you feel anxiety if you feel sadness if you feel whatever it's you're not alone in that there is no right feeling to feel as we all navigate this and i think it's important i mean people like nick it's funny after he's a friend of mine and um after he said that you know on tv very publicly. And he talked more about it throughout the day. It's on his Instagram. You can go see it. It's at Nick Valencia, I think, but I'll link it in the show notes. Um, I know that was a super vulnerable thing. He's never done anything like that before. And he reports a lot of times on really horrible news. Like he reports, he's the guy that gets sent out to cover school shootings and, and stuff like that. And what I wanted to say to him and what I will say in person, or if he's listening to this, you know, with, with everything that we all go through, if you're diagnosed with anxiety or depression or PTSD, of course you are, of course you are. Look at what you go through. Look at what, you know, for him, like look at, at what you stand in front of and what your eyes have seen and what you've experienced. Like, of course you struggle with certain things you wouldn't be human if you didn't and the the translation to uh everybody is look what we're going through right now of course you feel anxious of course you feel alone of course you feel scared of course you're filled with grief like the feelings that you have are not invalid right now. And you don't need to just quote, toughen up. And you're not alone in those feelings ever. I mean, this is a really hard thing. And I think, um, it's really brave to say those things out loud. If you're not ready to say them out loud, or maybe you're never ready to say that out loud. It's okay. Just know that you're not alone. Of That's my favorite sentence that my therapist always says to me when I say how I feel about something, she says, of course you feel that way. And it makes me feel so validated in, it's almost like giving myself permission to feel that way. 
Because sometimes you're like, oh, I just need to toughen up. I just need to, you know, get it together. And I'm sure, you know, I don't want to put words in Nick's mouth, but I'm sure he's felt that way too of, you know, of, um, well, especially with him covering stuff as part of his job, it would be easy for him to say, well, this is just what I have to deal with. I would be, I should be tougher than I should be tougher than this. And you might be thinking that at your job where you're not going to make budgets this quarter and you had to let people go and furlough and PPP loans and all the stuff you're dealing with. Maybe like, well, I'm the boss. I should just be, I should be tough enough to deal with this. You don't have to be because this is unprecedented. Yeah, you really don't. So anyways, Nick, I'm so proud of you. If you um, want to see more about his journey um, or send him an encouraging note, I know I talked to him after all of this kind of stuff aired and that was just like a five second clip of probably 20 minutes on air. He did about this, about his struggles. Um, you know, I know that he is feeling super vulnerable right now. So, um, send him some love, send him a message. If it, if it speaks to you and, um, you know, people always, if someone's brave enough to say something like that, um, it is always a great time to give them some love and encouragement and support. Yesterday on the show, we were looking for a solution or a replacement for the question, does this spark joy? Because Callie and I were both encountering problems as we were cleaning out the basement. Everything sparked some amount of joy or else it wouldn't be in the house. Like, it, it, the it, struggle is real. Yeah. The, the, so everything had, I mean, even to the point where we had old beat up towels that we would take out on, on the boat back when we had a boat and they were frayed and they were just the old, the towel, they were just the towels that would just live on the boat and they got beat up and they got whoever needed a towel, used a towel and they're faded and, and frayed and everything. And Callie's like, well, we got to get rid of these. One, we don't have a boat anymore. And two, they're falling apart. And part of me is like, but there's so many memories that we've had with those towels that popped into my head for a second. Our sweaty butts have been all over those towels. Not only our sweaty, but those towels have dried the sweaty butts of all of our friends. That's true. And our dogs. Yes. Getting out off an island, running around, shaking off. Yeah, those towels have seen some good times and it's hard for us to part with those things. I have um, these two like white wicker baskets. They're from Pottery Barn Kids. I don't know why I'm so attached to them. My mom bought them for my sister and they've lived with me in every apartment that I've had since college and they're not going anywhere. Like Jeff was, Jeff had them in the donate pile and I was like, no, 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 no. They can go in the baby's room. <laughs> uh, so we asked you to call us and give us suggestions of things to say besides does this spark joy? Hi. Oh my gosh. You guys think so like me with the spark joy thing. So I'm all for decluttering, so I never wanted to poo-poo on anybody's question. However, that doesn't really resonate with me when I'm organizing. And so what I do is I look at the item and I say, am I showing this item respect? And being in the bottom of a box tucked away in a room you never go in is, I don't think, showing the item respect. So if you don't have a way to either store respectfully, i.e. in a jewelry box, it doesn't have to be on your wall, or yes, in a shadow box on the wall, 
then I think you should sell it, give it, donate it. That's what I've always done, and it really helps bring up the energy in the room. So I always ask, am I showing this item respect? Even if you have to turn it into a human for a second, that question works phenomenally for me. Okay, love you guys. I love that Jeff is nesting. <laughs> Bye. I am nesting. I'm getting the house all ready for the baby. <laughs> um, that was a really smart answer. I at know. first I was like, well, that's kind of the same thing. And then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So I would not be showing Adam Sandler respect by leaving him in a little box. Right. Right. Not respectful. Uh, T-Bird put the question up on our uh, Facebook page. Facebook group. Facebook group and got some really great answers there. Carla said, I very much have hoarding tendencies and just about anything can bring me joy to have it around. I always think that I need to hang on to stuff just in case I might need it later. And I've learned to ask myself, can I get this item if I need it later? If so, I can get rid of it. I have been able to purge a lot of stuff this way. That Somebody gave me that advice years ago about eating healthier. You know, like you just want a cupcake or something and you ask yourself, can I easily get a cupcake later? Because right. if I can, I don't need to eat it now. So it's basically you know, the same rule. You know what I do that with is like, or what I started doing that with is buttons. Like oh why? Because I yes. used to save buttons and I had this whole like cup in them and I'm like, why do I do this? Like, yes. can I get another button? Yes. Like, why would I keep this? I have no idea what it goes to. Really, how many buttons do I ever lose? And truly, how many times in your life have you gone into the button jar to find the mate for the shirt? Literally not one. Right. I don't, I can't even tell you. I don't think ever in my 34 years of existence, I don't think I've ever lost a button. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth says, my friend taught me, you must either find it to be beautiful or know it to be useful. And if you're not exactly sure, when in doubt, throw it out. Love it. So I think when in doubt, throw it out could be a good one for you. Yes. Cause you're, cause you know, what's really important. Like we found your grandmother's China or somebody's China, your mom's, or uh I don't know, we have somebody's China downstairs and you're like, oh yeah, we're definitely keeping that. Like, you know, instantly. And then there's stuff that you sit around. My grandmother on my dad's side made, um, took for years ceramics classes, um, where she would go and they would, they, you know, they would paint they like, like a project. senior, senior group yeah. and they would paint ceramics. So I have a whole bunch of hand painted stuff from my grandmother that will, I would be fine if I was buried with it in a hundred years, you know, because it's that important to me. But then I have other things where I'm like, eh, I'm just keeping it like the Adam Sandler thing. Like right. if you compare a hand painted arts and crafts thing from my Grammy Versus an Adam Sandler autograph, it's pretty apparent which one's important. Right. Um, and then Christy said, I put the things I'm wanting to give away, but struggling with possibly needing at a later date in a box. If in six weeks I can remember what's in the box, I can take it out and keep it. If not, I seal up the box without even looking at it and I donate it. I that think that's genius. So brilliant. We could use those big blue tubs that we have. We could each have one and we could quiz each other. Yeah, no, all right. like, what is in this box in six? I mean, that is actually kind of a fun game. Like, we should do that. Go downstairs and like put the stuff and be like, okay, what's in this box? Right. And you can't be generic about it. You can't be like some books. Like, you have to You're know like, what no. books are in there. Right. Right. 
So I went through a bunch of things. And first I was asking myself, does this spark joy? Like, do I even know what this is? If I wasn't sure, I put it in one pile. If it was no, I put it in like the donate pile. Then I went back to the unsure pile and I saw this somewhere on social media, so I can't take credit for it. But I basically went through four questions. Do I love it? Will I use it? Do I want it? Or do I need it? And if the answer was no, then it was easy to get rid of. Um, A big thing, I read Marie Kondo's book, and a big thing she talks about is don't worry about the money you've spent, like on the framed item. And anything I've gotten rid of, I haven't missed it. So do you love it? Do you need it? Do you want it? Will you use it? Those are important things to think about. I hope that helps. Bye. As always, you can leave us messages at 800-434-5454 if you've got a does this spark joy suggestion or for any reason, we'd love to hear from you. Now, I have a, I've been thinking about this. I think I might have a solution for us knowing what I know about what's in that basement. Okay. Okay. So I think the Does question it, is this something that everybody can use or is this just I think for so. us? Okay. I think so. But I think when I was thinking about our stuff, this is how, like, this is the light bulb that went off for me. Um, the first question I think is, uh, Oh wait, I forgot the first question. Oh, is this something that I'm going to use? And if the answer is no, is this something my children will want? value, appreciate, whatever. Cause like there was some stuff that we, in our basement that we were going through that like, you know, if we in 30 years, like it doesn't, it, it, someone gave us a gift. It doesn't mean a whole lot to us, but we feel bad about donating it or getting rid of Uh it or whatever. And then our kids, something happens to us. We die. Our kids are going through our stuff. Are they going to pull this out and be like, Oh my gosh, I am so glad that I have my great grandmother's whatever. Like we have Jeff's grandmother's tea set down there. So cool. Um, not getting rid of that, but then there's other stuff. Like they don't know where it came from that. You know what I mean? And I'm fresh in my brain because my grandparents both passed away kind of recently. And when we're going through stuff, we're like, what is that? Who is that? What, you know what I mean? And I feel like there's so much stuff in our lives that is, you know, kind of meaningless to us, but we feel bad. So we're holding on to it. But like, is it just something that we're going to have for 50 years and then our kids are going to throw it out? Well, and then what we're going to do with it is we're going to end up mailing it to our kids because that's what my dad's doing now with stuff. He's cleaning. He Jeff's clean, dad is reverse nesting. He's cleaning uh, corners of the house out every day, especially now during the quarantine where he's stuck at home. So about once a week, we'll get a package and it'll be like two old report cards, I uh, love the report cards. Jeff got the worst grade in PE. It's th- that is it was so <laughs> jacked up because they're like student doesn't test well. Or- it said he doesn't prepare adequately adequately for tests. And Jeff's like, you're reading it wrong. I'm like, no, it says physical education. That's PE, right? Like it says that you don't perform, you don't uh, prepare adequately for your tests. The only phys- PE test <laughs> that I remember taking was that presidential aptitude I fitness. Never had to take that. You didn't? No, we had to run the mile, which was awful. That was part of the presidential thing. And you had to do chin-ups. No, we never had to do that. I think climb a rope. No, but here's what our school did that was so jacked up that has like screwed me up. I mean, literally I have talked to my therapist about this. 
we should open a call topic about this because I feel like I cannot be the only one who, who something so small has like traumatized my adulthood. Like not something big, not some big life trauma, but something like a moment in your childhood that is stuck with you forever. Mine is we used to have to run the mile in PE and I was not very fast. And by not very fast, looking back on it, wasn't the slowest. My, I had like a nine minute mile. No, it's which pretty, is pretty good. Like that's now really good, we yeah. would be like, oh, a nine fifteen mile. That's great. I would love a nine minute mile right, right now. We had kids that were running four and a half, five minute miles. Oh, of course. So those cross country kids, the jacked up part about it is, and this is like in fifth grade, right? Uh-huh. Once you would run the mile, you would have to sit in the bleachers and they would make all the kids that finished watch all the kids that were finishing. Okay. So all the fast kids are watching all the slow kids like, and they can't go to recess until we all finish. Okay. You don't see the problem in this. <laughs> no. What's the problem? The problem is when you're insecure about running and you're the slow kid and, or like you have health problems or whatever, all of the fast kids are, are annoyed with you because you're not running faster and everybody's watching you do something that's hard for you. It's terrible. Scarred me for life. I literally brought this up with my therapist like probably three months ago. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would not have even thought of that. But knowing what I know about you, where you don't even like to like give it. Maybe that's where it started. And I hate people staring at me. You don't even like people like on your birthday. You don't even want somebody to give a toast. No, I don't. Like, so. Do you have a childhood memory like that? Like something so small, but it's like stayed with you forever. I don't think so. Really? I'm sure I do, but oh my gosh, can we take calls on this? Sure. I would like some solidarity and I would (laughs) like to know if you have something. And again, not talking about a a huge trauma or a debt. Like I'm talking about something that's almost a little silly. I I do remember one school year, somebody put, um, like found a combination lock, like an open padlock. Uh It was a combination lock and they hooked it on my back belt loop. And locked it. <laughs> and that is so mean. And there was like for the rest of that semester in phys ed, like I was paranoid about people being behind me. So like <laughs> I would I would get dressed like with my butt in my locker. Like I was so nervous. It was, but it wasn't anybody like it wasn't like a bullying, malicious, oh, let's get him thing. It was, I think it was one of my friends who found the lock and thought it would be hilarious. <laughs> Which it kind of is, but like when you're in the moment, but that hasn't like stayed with you your whole life. No, I forgot all about it until now, but I do remember the paranoia of it happening again because I think I had to go to like the the custodian and he had to cut my belt loop to get the padlock. Or, no, he cut the lock off. Cause I thought I would get in trouble if we cut the belt loop. So I had to go to the custodian and he used like a saw, cut the padlock off. Yep. Off of your butt. Off my butt. Anyway. So the call in topic, if you would like to stand in solidarity with me is what small thing from your childhood are you still impacted by as an adult? Let's say thank you to the advertising partners making this week's shows possible. Connection is something that we are all craving so bad right now. I miss so much seeing all my friends and family. And it's just, you know, it's not easy. Even if you are an introvert like Jeff Dollar. Well, here is Skylight Frame. We love this company and we love their product. They make digital photo frames and they're super easy to set up. What sets them apart, and they come in like a cute frame, by the way, a black 
Matt frame. Um, what sets them apart is that you set up an email address, right? So whoever you give the frame to has this email address. They can give it out to whoever they want to. And then you can send photos directly from your phone to that email address and they'll automatically populate on the frame. So this is a great gift for maybe your parents, maybe your grandparents, maybe you've got a little one at home and the grandparents are missing out on seeing the little one grow up and you're FaceTiming all the time. Let me recommend Skylight. We got a bunch for Christmas gifts last year and we have not regretted it. We absolutely love this product you are going to love it too. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and then enter the code upside. Again, that's $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and then enter the code upside. Believe it or not, three out of four people are dehydrated daily. That's going to lead to headaches, dizziness, brain fog, just feeling tired, muscle fatigue, muscle cramps, dry skin, so many things. And there's an easy solution for that. One stick of liquid IV powder mixed in 16 ounces of water is going to hydrate you two to three times faster. Each serving provides two to three times the hydration as just water alone. Plus, you're going to get vitamin C, vitamin B3, B5, B6, and B12. Proper hydration is crucial for your health, including your immune system. It can actually boost your immunity. It's so effective because they mix their vitamins with glucose and sodium and potassium, and that's going to deliver the water you mix it with right into the bloodstream along with those nutrients. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code is upside to save 25% off everything on the website. That's liquidiv.com. And the promo code is upside to save 25% off. You can also find Liquid IV nationwide at Target, Whole Foods, or Costco. Mint Mobile is a brand new advertiser with the show this week. And we are so excited about partnering with them. We activated our phone with Mint Mobile this weekend and it took less than 10 minutes. It is so quick and easy. If you are someone that is still using big wireless providers right now, um, you are probably paying their inflated prices and their hidden fees. You know exactly what I'm talking about because that bill is so stressful every time it comes in, you're being taken advantage of because they know you're going to pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage that you're used to getting, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. They don't have retail stores, so they're saving their money on the locations and overhead, and they're passing those savings directly onto you. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to metmobile.com slash upside. That's metmobile.com slash upside. You can cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at metmobile.com slash upside. Here are my three random things for today. 41% of women compared to only 30% of men say that they actually look forward to spending time alone. This uh, is before shelter in place, before quarantine. Uh, women enjoy uh, just spending time by themselves uh, more than men do. Not a super big shocker. Uh, number two. Really? The- I'm shocked by that. But maybe that's because I'm married a loner. Oh, uh, women are can't like women doing like, a, I don't know, like a bubble bath or the book type of thing. Yeah, but 
I'm married to someone who went on vacation alone. Yeah. When he was dating me. Yeah. Um, number two, the secret to happiness is love. Some people say others say money, but the real path to bliss, according to a survey of nearly 1000 people is sleep. People who got six to eight hours of quality, undisturbed slumber had a brighter outlook on life than those who slept poorly, um, including people who were in love and financially stable. The key to a good life is a good night's sleep. I will not dispute that. I changed my sleep habits from getting six hours a night to eight hours a night, and I feel like a new human. Didn't you... Um, didn't Robin come dancing into work one day and you're like, wow, you're in a great mood. And she's like, yeah, I went to bed at four yesterday or something she like was that. Like, I, she was like, I took your advice and I went to bed at 6 p.m. And she was like, I feel great. I'm like, yeah, see? Because she's like the queen of accidentally staying up till 10 p.m. when we got to wake up at 2.30. So, yeah, she was very excited about that quality sleep. The problem is you told her about that little trick in spring going into summer, which is the worst time. The worst because of daylight saving. Because if you got into bed at six o'clock right now, you still got two and a half hours of some sort of daylight. You got to give people that trick in the winter when at like 6 p.m. it's already dark out. All right. And uh, number three, Callie, uh, this one is just for you and for all the women. 35% of women who are stuck at home have said, have admitted that they tried to wax their own bikini areas. No, hard pass. Uh, the consensus, it hurts a lot. That's according to Cosmopolitan Magazine online. I love when you get your sources from Curly Mags like that. It's funny. I do, I need to start writing down who sends me these things so that way you don't think I'm just hanging out reading like Women's Day and Red Book and Cosmopolitan. Because right now stuff. that actually is what I think. So yeah. yeah, you can say Laura sent me this and then you won't see it as weird. Perfect. I have noticed something about you that is really cute. And I don't know if this is like an every spouse thing when one of you is pregnant or whatever, but I have noticed that since I've been pregnant, you have been very like protective of me. Of the baby. So you're, it's not about me. It's about the baby. Just the baby. Do you know like what I'm thinking of though? I don't. So like he's been doing research on like what I can eat and stuff like that. And then I've been super bloated as of like the past week. Um, and you're like, are you sure that's okay? Are you sure that's okay? Is this a problem? Should you do this? Should you do that? Like anytime I like sneeze, he's like, do we need it? Is everything okay? Is the baby fine? Well, that's also heightened by the fact that, you know, COVID exists. So I'm also paying attention to that, but of course I want you to be safe and, and healthy and stuff. Do you feel any different about me now that we're pregnant from before? Like when you found out about this baby, like, have you kind of, has your mind shift, has your mindset shifted at all? Do you feel different? How do it's, you feel? People don't ask men that like everyone's asking me how I feel. How do you feel? First, I've had a few people ask me if I'm nervous, which is a weird question. Cause I'm not. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous or anxious or anything like that. Like I'm excited about 
I don't know how to say it. Like the nerve, it's not nervous. Like, Oh, I, uh, I, I'm worried that we're not going to be able to handle it. It's like, it's, it's the same type of nervous that you would feel as a kid on Christmas Eve, like uh, anticip excited anticipation. And Ooh, I hope all this goes well, but it's hard to, to talk about the feelings and stuff because of the coronavirus right now. I just think things are so weird that I don't want you, if you can help it, like pumping your own gas. Like the other day when you were like, oh, my, uh, I have to get gas. My first thought was, okay, well, I have to run an errand later, so I'll take your car and I'll put gas in it for you where I don't know. I don't think and why that, don't you want me pumping my own gas? Because I don't think with with the virus finger quotes coronavirus i think you should limit your exposure as much as possible you're just very cute this is such a cute side of you but don't you think don't you agree i mean you yeah but i just think it's really cute that you are so your instincts are to protect the people you love and it's just really really cute and i think it's coming out more now that there's like a baby involved yeah so because I got to protect the baby, you, whatever. My legacy is secure. I, there is a child coming in this world to carry on my genes. So once that is here, <laughs> like every person for themselves again, good luck Except to you. Except for the baby. Except for the baby. And the dogs. Guard the baby. Like, like Simba, right? Lion King. Yeah. Oh. Except Can for we the mom dies in the Lion King. Simba's mom dies. Yeah. Forgot all about it. That's how non-important it is. <laughs> okay. There you go. Anyways, I just wanted to say, hi, I think you're really cute. Do you feel differently? Because you haven't said anything about your feelings. The end. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Tomorrow, we've got a new noise. I have made this one more difficult. You will hear it for the first time on tomorrow's episode, and it'll be the same rules. After you hear the noise, text in. We'll pick one of the people who texted in to be our first contestant on Friday, and you will not get it. Now, are you feeling confident or are you feeling insecure because Wendy threw you off? I am feeling so confident. You are? Yes. I'm not going to let that same mistake happen again. <laughs> will- Fool Jeff once, shame on him. Yes. Fool Jeff twice, it can't be done. Correct. Name that noise back tomorrow. Hey, Jeff. Um, I don't care if you play this on your show or not. I'm just calling you to say thank you so much for bringing up the anxiety that is coming from this. I've been calling it like a soft opening of Georgia, but I am an owner in the spa industry of a small business, and I used to be in the restaurant business. So I, I understand what you're saying about the restaurant business and we had to make the hard decision not to open our spa. Um, well, it's it's hard because so many of our colleagues are in the industry and they're opening up, and I feel like we're sending guinea pigs out to see how healthy they are in two or three weeks to see if we should open up, and that's where the guilt is. I had to do what was right for my family and my employees and my clients, but my anxiety's been up too, so thank you for talking about that and doing it gracefully. And I've been trying to talk to my clients without sounding political too. And thank you for uh, speaking about it, being brave enough to speak about it. Cause I've been feeling so guilty all week for not opening because all of our colleagues, I feel like they're being our guinea pigs. 
All right. We love you guys. Keep Callie safe and yourself safe. And hopefully, um, yeah, the numbers start to make sense. Love you guys. Bye. Are you paying more money in interest on your credit cards than you need to be right now? You can refinance your debt today with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Look, if your credit wasn't great when you opened that credit card, but since then you made your payments on time, your credit score has gone up, maybe you took out an auto loan or made your mortgage payments on time, whatever, and now you're stuck with a credit card balance at a really high interest rate when you deserve to be paying less. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay much lower than the national average credit card rate of 19% with Lightstream. There are no fees. The application is quick and easy, 100% online. You can even get your money the day that you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Go to lightstream.com upside. That's L-I-G-H-T. S-T-R-E-A-M dot com. You'll get a special interest rate discount and save even more. Lightstream.com slash upside. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Lisa. I was just listening to episode 244 about does this spark joy and listening to your framed Adam Sandler uh, CD case. Remember, you can always take a picture of it. And then that way, when you're out and you want to brag about it, you have it handy. How many times have you pulled it out in the last year? Good thought, huh? Love what you're doing. Excited about Baby Dollar. Can't wait to meet them on the podcast. Hope you have a great day. Love you, bunches. Bye. Hey, I just had to pause the show and tell you that I totally know what Callie's talking about with the Winterfresh commercial. They said it's 98.6 degrees in your mouth. And then they would talk about once you chew the winter fresh, it's much, much cooler. So I totally get where she's coming from with that commercial. I'm a 90s kid too, Callie. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Shelly from Glen St. Mary. I was just calling about rules for fighting. And one very important rule that my husband and I decided on when we got married We just made the determination that no matter how serious any argument may get, we were never, ever going to bring up the word divorce. I had a close friend, I guess I'll say, who used to threaten that all the time. And that sort of takes the wind out of any kind of fight. I mean, what's the point once that's brought up, right? So... Thanks for your show, and I really appreciate the advice because I'm not a very good fighter, and I'm going to definitely take your words to heart and implement them during our next argument. Thank you. Bye. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not-so-good days. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible.